Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. Welcome to the Corona Premier Golf Show on Sports Radio 960 WSBT. Presented by Corona Premier. With only 2.6 carbs and just 90 calories, it's the light beer you've been waiting for. Also presented by Edward Jones, making sense of investing. And by Erskine Park Golf Course, Elbel Park Golf Course, and Studebaker Park Golf Course. Now, here's Darren Pritchett. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the latest installment of The Golf Show, brought to you by Michelob Ultra on Sports Radio 960 WSBT, streaming live at WSBTradio.com and on our free WSBT radio app. It's going to be a warm weekend. we got plenty of fluids, so you can go out and play some golf this weekend, hit some golf balls, have some fun out on the golf course, and when you're not playing golf, We've got some pretty good golf on TV this weekend. One of the great tournaments on the PGA Tour. This is just one of those tournaments that is extra special. Over in Ohio at Muirfield Village, the golf course put together by the great Jack Nicholas. It is the annual Memorial Tournament, and this is a stacked field. $20 million purse for this particular event. And the leaderboard is pretty good right now. Now, the guy leading going into today's third round, not overly recognizable. He is 25-year-old Justin Sue. Played his college golf at the University of Southern California, 69th in the FedEx Cup standings, and he is the 71st-ranked player in the World Golf Ranking. So very, very respectable, but you have to watch golf closely to know about this 25-year-old who shot 70 on Thursday and yesterday came back with an outstanding 66, six under par, and he's got the clubhouse lead at the halfway point at minus eight, but he has some pretty good pursuers coming after him. Hideki Matsuyama had the lead for a decent portion of the second round before he was overtaken by Sue, but the Masters champion a couple of years ago, Matsuyama, even par 72 yesterday, but came, I'm sorry, on Thursday, but came back yesterday with a terrific seven under par 65. Not easy conditions at the Memorial. It's like playing in a major, the firmness of that golf course. The greens are very, very fast, undulated. It is a challenging, challenging track. But Matsuyama tamed it yesterday with that 65. You've got two players, two shots off the pace. David Lipsky, who shot a pair of 69s to open the golf tournament. And Patrick Cantlay, who had a good run at the Masters about a month and a half ago. Cantlay, 71 in the opening round, but then had a 67 on Friday. He is two shots back at minus six and a very steady golfer, man. This guy hits his irons extremely well. Siwoo Kim, 71-68. Three back starting today's third round at minus five. Now, some of the big names in the field are lurking at this particular time. 
you've got Rory McIlroy and John Rahm both tied for seventh. They will start the weekend just four shots off the pace. Rory shot 72-68. Rahm, a pair of 70s. They sit at minus four. It would be really good for the PGA Tour if McIlroy had a big, big weekend in this prestigious tournament. He has been the face of the PGA Tour. And with a Live Golf player winning the PGA Championship, Brooks Kepka, it would be a nice little shot in the arm for the PGA Tour for their probably, I would call him the face of the Tour right now, to have a really good weekend. And Rom, just top two player in the world right now. He and Scheffler are kind of going back and forth, but always, always in the running. Just a terrific striker of the golf ball. Jordan Spieth, who missed his hometown tournament a couple of weeks ago in Fort Worth, came back from a wrist injury at the PGA Championship and had a rough go. But Spieth this weekend in Ohio, 69-72, five off the pace. He's at minus three. Emiliano Grillo, who won last week's tournament in Fort Worth at the Colonial, 71-73, made the cut. He's at plus one. What was really cool about Grillo last week, before he had to go into a playoff, he had a couple of youngsters come with him on the driving range, hit shots, apparently took him into the clubhouse, and it was just a great look on television, and it's great for the PGA Tour to have a player who's trying to win a championship million dollars at stake take the time to allow some youngsters to enjoy the game of golf in a different way. So, Emiliano... I tip my cap to you. And speaking of the Colonial, that was the tournament that gave Michael Block the exemption into that tournament. He was the PGA professional from California that finished in a tie for 15th at the PGA Championship, shocking the world with his play. Had the hole-in-one on Sunday playing with Rory McIlroy. So he got the invite, did not go as smoothly this time as Block opened with an 81 Followed that up with a 74, and he finished dead last and missed the cut at the Colonial. So pretty good couple of weeks, though, for Michael Block, and now back out in California at his regular job. And a couple other players of note this weekend at the Memorial starting the third round today. Colin Morikawa, boy, if he could ever learn to putt. His iron play is exceptional. He is at plus one, and Scotty Scheffler just... A little off this week, for him anyway, 74-73, 11 off the pace at plus three. The Memorial, great stop on the PGA Tour. We'll have a champion coming up on Sunday, and the U.S. Open is just a couple of weekends away. We'll talk about the PGA Tour Live Golf with Blackthorn owner Tim Firestone coming up next. The Golf Show presented by Michelob Ultra on WSBT. Welcome back to The Golf Show, presented by Michelob Ultra on Sports Radio 960 WSBT. Live streams are available at WSBTradio.com and on our free WSBT radio app. You just wonder if the Live Golf PGA Tour split is going to continue for years to come. There is not a lot of momentum right now with the Live Golf Tour, the Saudi back tour that grabbed a bunch of the Really good PGA Tour players threw a lot of money at them and brought them to their tour. And a lot of debate right now whether, for example, Brooks Kepka, the reigning PGA champion, should be a part of the American Ryder Cup team against Europe. A lot of different opinions on that. And you think about the world golf rankings. 
and getting players into major championships. Now, Brooks Kepka doesn't have to worry about that. Winning the PGA Championship, he is locked into the majors for the next few years. But you have a lot of golfers that left the PGA Tour that are on the outside looking in at the major championships. And the World Golf Rankings has a lot to do with deciding which players play in major championships. Now, currently, if you play on the Live Golf Tour, you do not acquire any points for the World Golf Rankings. That is being debated. Sounds like it's going to become a legal battle. But I think we can keep this pretty simple. I know in the courts it won't be simple. But if you put together common sense, the PGA Tour, you play 72 holes. You start on the same hole, either 1 or 10. That's basically as radical as it gets. And you play against a full field, normally between 150 and 160 players. The Live Golf Tour is absolutely the polar opposite. They only play 54 holes. They have shotgun scramble starts. So you've got people starting on most of the tees if you have enough people to fill a field, which they normally don't for these particular events. And so 54 holes, scramble start, small field. How can you give the same points in the world golf rankings to live golfers compared to PGA Tour golfers, which have it more difficult? Now, most people don't know, but there was a live golf event in Washington, D.C. last weekend. There's not much fanfare with these events. The Live Golf Tour has decided now not to release TV ratings anymore. Now, you can get them, I believe, on what the the WB here in the United States. Or is it? No, it's CW. It's a CW. No one's watching it. The ratings are bottom of the barrel. I mean bottom of the barrel. In fact, a couple of weeks ago, there was a playoff with two really good players in the playoff. They went to regular programming, which was one of their shows that wasn't even new. It was a replay. Kind of tells you where Live Golf is in the eyes of even the CW. Now, in Washington, D.C., three people in these Live Golf events get the podium treatment. Kind of like F1 racing, I guess. There's champagne celebrations. And in this case, Harold Varner III, an American, shot 12 under par in the three rounds, including eight under in the first round. So he gets to spray champagne because he beat 46 other golfers. There were 47 golfers in the field. That's it. Varner won by one shot over Brendan Grace and Mito Pereira, who threw away the PGA Championship in 2022 by hitting the golf ball in the 72nd hole into a creek, allowing Justin Thomas to eventually win that PGA Championship. He finished third at minus 10. And there's familiar names up and down the leaderboard. Henrik Stenson, fifth. Louis Oosthuizen, seven. Bryson DeChambeau, 10th, Brooks Kepka 14th at minus 5. You go further down the list, Martin Keimer, Ian Poulter. Dustin Johnson finished 27th. You had Lee Westwood 36th, Bubba Watson 40th, Phil Mickelson 44th out of 47 golfers, and three people withdrew. So they had 47 players in this event. Can you please explain to me how in the world golf rankings this 
is equaling what they're doing on the PGA Tour. That's the problem. I have no problem with the best of the best playing in these major championships, but the problem is we're playing two different types of golf, and I just don't think it's fair to the PGA Tour members for a guy like Varner to get full points for winning a live golf event in which there were just 46 other golfers in the field and you only played 54 holes. This is going to be a debate for a good amount of time. And again, this is probably going to get legal very, very soon. Well, I spent some time with Tim Firestone recently, the owner of Blackthorn Golf Club and former co-host of this particular program. And we kicked around the Live Golf Tour, its importance. And was it a big deal that Brooks Kepka won the PGA Championship? Is this Live Golf Tour going to fade away? I think there's a good chance eventually it will. They put a lot of money into this tour, but the guys they're giving a lot of money to aren't winning. Here's my conversation with Blackthorn owner Tim Firestone. Tim, is it a big deal that a Live Golfer won a major championship or is this sport such an individual sport that this should be more about Brooks Kepka winning his fifth major championship? Yeah, that's a great question. I think at the end of the day, there's two different discussions in my mind. I mean, the live golf and that format and what they do and how they do it. And, you know, you can have that discussion all day, but uh, look, there's two or three guys on the live tour that are still two or three of the best players in the world, right? Between Dustin Johnson uh, and him, uh, you know, those guys still can play no matter what tour they're on. They're still the same guys, right? Um, So I don't think it gives any necessarily uh, better um, credence to the live tour by any means, and it doesn't take anything away from the PGA Tour, right? Um, So I think it's just it's an individual thing, and Brooks is a great player and has nothing to do with what tour he's on from my perspective. I know the world golf rankings go a long way in deciding who plays in these major championships and live golf events. If you play in those, you do not accumulate world golf rankings points. So it puts them in a difficult position to make, I I don't want to say our major championships, but that's kind of what we're talking about here. And and Tim, the, the problem I see is, All the Live Golf people say they should count toward the World Golf Rankings, but they're 54-hole events. They are playing scrambles, and there's a team competition component to the whole thing. I kind of feel like we're dealing with apples and oranges a little bit. I don't see how playing in a PGA Tour event 72 holes and going off 1 or 10 is comparable to playing 54 holes and you're starting basically in a shotgun scramble format. Your thoughts? Well, I think that number one, let's let's go back, right? Let's go back before Live Golf. Everybody was not thrilled with the World Golf ranking process anyway, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's so difficult to dial in. But uh, the swings, remember, Tiger was you know eight hundredth in the world, and then comes back, and then guys that you know fluctuate it was it was never dialed in to begin with but then to your point you can't compare apples to apples i agree a hundred percent they're not 72 whole events they're not the same golf courses it's not the same setup um and they wear shorts you know so how can you have the same <laughs> the same rankings they're i don't know how they're going to do it they're going to have to figure it out i think they will figure it out 
Um, you're already seeing some softening. I saw uh, Rory give uh, Brooks a big hug after the round. Um, you know, I think that you're going to see uh, some, you know, uh, compromises maybe on both sides. Um, and we'll see where it goes. I mean, there's also, you know, I would not be surprised to see if Liv's gone in two or three years, right? I mean, they're not making money. Mm-mm. Let's be honest. I mean, uh, uh, as much money as they've thrown at it, and still nobody watches it on TV, and nobody's buying advertising, and um, I just don't know how that's sustainable. Maybe it does gain growth, but uh, I can tell you I've never watched one shot of a Live Golf tournament and have mm-hmm. no interest to. I know some people do, which is great. Anything that grows the game and has people involved, I'm okay with. That's just me personally. Um, but, uh, yeah, there's going to have there's gonna be some... I think some come to Jesus discussions here over the next 12 months and figuring out how this is all going to work. I just want to see the best players play. And I love watching Brooks Kepka play and it stinks. He's on the live golf tour. And the other thing about the live is Tim, you see the players they heavily invested in. They're not winning tournaments. No. So it's not I, like I the big guns are winning everything like Kepka or DJ or, you know, Phil supposedly got the most money. Those guys are not winning a majority of the golf tournaments. And that's got to be pretty concerning for Live Golf, although maybe they're just out there trying to cause chaos and they don't care who wins. If that's the case, well, they are causing chaos but at the end of the day i understand some of these golfers at the end of the line in their careers like an ian poulter this was a chance to grab a bag of money i get it even phil even phil's not gonna win ever again money i get it you bet but then for like cameron smith who just won the open championship a player like that that would shock me that's disappointing probably yeah, I think Brooks and, and Cam are probably the two shockers, don't you? I mean, Sergio's done. He's not going to yeah. do anything anymore, right? I mean, a lot of these guys, you get it. Totally makes sense. Um, and it's just, you know, if you, and you've heard rumblings about Cam Smith, how he's regretted the decision. Uh, he denies it, but um, some pretty uh, in-depth uh, things I've read where he, you know, has a little um, – regret on on pulling the trigger there but um yeah it's just to me i'm uh, uh, now i feel like i'm getting old darren when i'm talking like this but <laughs> i just watching guys play 54 hold shorts is not entertaining it's not golf yeah. there's no where's the, you know and spraying champagne for because you beat taylor gooch <laughs> I, mean, I mean come on it, it just i don't get it i mean you talk about the pga look at how many good players there are right now playing on the pga tour yeah. i mean it is insane how many guys are playing at a high level? Um, so I'm with you. Um, I wish that, uh, you know, especially those two guys in particular didn't go, but I think you're going to see some compromise and something come of all this, uh, either by lawsuits. You know, I don't know if you read some of the comments about yeah. Phil, how he knows things people don't know, and <laughs> he could be full of, you know what, because it's Phil, but, yep. um, you, you know, I just. It, it, Eventually, it just seems to work where the best players all find their way back together somehow and, and playing. And I think, especially if they can't figure out the World Golf Rankings, and there's some reason that those guys start not being able to play in majors, um, you know, that will really drive it. But I think yeah. they'll come to some compromise before that. Hmm. 
Hey, I got to say this. Oak Hill lived up to all the expectations. It was almost a U.S. Open setup, and I know they've had U.S. Opens there, but with the narrow fairways, the rough, the firmness of the greens, I kind of felt like we were watching U.S. Open a little bit. No doubt. I think it's probably, arguably, one of the best PGA setups I've seen. Yeah. Um, from my perspective, I, I loved it. Um, uh, I think that uh, the redesign they did there on 6, 7, and 8 was fantastic. I mean, hard, hard holes. Mm. That 6th hole was just impossible. But uh, the rough being thick and uh, the greens, I thought it was fantastic. And one final thought really quick. We mentioned about Michael Block a moment ago, the PGA professional who had the great run at the PGA Championship. This is what I dreamed years ago. Our good friend John Foster, I wanted him to go play in the U.S. Senior Open because he could make history. And, see, this was what we were looking for. This was the script, Tim, but we never could get him to do it. So this could be all about John Foster now becoming a celebrity, I guess, worldwide, but instead, I guess, Michael Block stole his thunder. Yeah, it's like making a movie and you want uh, Tom Hanks to play the lead, but you end up getting, you know, some guy from the local theater. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. I mean, that's, again, though, it's just so spectacular uh, how he played, and it just you know, like right now I'm starting to play a lot more golf than I have the last five or six years. I'm feeling really good about how I'm playing, Uh and then you think about how much better those guys are, you know what I mean? It's just incredible. Uh, And for him to compete, and he had the mentality, he said, I know I can play with these guys. I know I can play with them. I'm not intimidated. I know I can play with them, and he did. Yeah. All right, everybody at Blackthorn, hide your wallets. Tim's playing golf again. Look out. Look out. I'm going to need strokes, Tim. <laughs> hey, no problem. Anything to get you out here on the golf course. <laughs> there you go. That's the owner of Blackthorn Golf Club, Tim Firestone. Learn more about Blackthorn 232 Golf or Blackthorn Golf. Com, one of our premier courses in the area, a championship golf course out by South Bend International Airport. We'll take a timeout. More golf show presented by Michelob Ultra is coming up in a moment on Sports Radio 960 WSBT. I'm Taryn Pritchett, the golf show presented by Michelob Ultra on Sports Radio 960 WSBT. As I mentioned at the top of the program, One of the great golf tournaments each year on the PGA Tour taking place in Dublin, Ohio at Muirfield Village Golf Club, Jack Nicklaus's golf tournament, the Memorial Tournament presented by Workday. And we head into the weekend with a really good field there for this great championship, a $20 million purse. American Billy Horschel is the defending champion. Then... Next week, we head to Toronto, Ontario for the RBC Canadian Open. Rory McIlroy, the defending champion, the purse only $9 million for the Canadian Open. And that leads into our third major championship of the season, our national championship, the United States Open Championship at Los Angeles Country Club in Los Angeles, California, $17.5 million purse. Matthew Fitzpatrick, who won his first major championship last year at the U.S. Open, is back to defend. Of course, we'll have a great field. This is our national championship, so we'll have a lot of qualifiers who have earned their way into the championship. It's not one of the best fields for the majors, but also I think it's special to know that a lot of people signed up to get into sectional qualifying. 
with the hopes of playing in this major championship. So the U.S. Open a couple of weeks away, June 15th through the 18th, and of course the U.S. Open always wraps up on Father's Day. And after the U.S. Open, we've got about a month wait until our fourth and final major championship. It is the Open this year at Royal Liverpool Golf Club in Hoylake, and now live golfer Cameron Smith will be back to defend his championship. And then we get to the FedEx Cup playoffs starting on August the 10th with the Tour Championship down in Atlanta, August 24th through the 27th, and that wraps up the calendar year for the golf season. But two more majors to go. Thanks for joining me on the Golf Show presented by Michelob Ultra on your home of the Fighting Irish, Sports Radio 960 WSBT, streaming live at WSBTradio.com on our free WSBT radio app. This has been the Corona Premier Golf Show, presented by Corona Premier, locally distributed by United Beverage Company of South Bend. Also brought to you by Edward Jones, making sense of investing, and by Erskine Park Golf Course, Elbel Park Golf Course, and Studebaker Park Golf Course. Hear the Corona Premier Golf Show every Saturday morning at 8 or catch the podcast at WSBTradio.com or on the WSBT Radio app. Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. 